Hi, my name is Andrea. And my name is Nancy. And my name is Yami. And you're listening to Scripture Scripture Tea. So um, we're going to start this off with a prayer. Um, So everyone, bow your heads wherever you are. Or if you're driving, just, you know, don't bow your head. But we're going to pray. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us all together, Lord. And thank you for giving us the opportunity to be able to speak to people and to get your message out and just to share our testimony with other girls, Lord, or men. (laughs) Um, Lord, thank you for being the direction in our life, Lord. And please help this podcast be able to reach out to other people and reach people's hearts and let us let you speak through us lord in jesus name we pray amen Amen. Amen. so uh i'd like to start this podcast off by saying um that we're sorry from the three of us (laughs) um because we haven't been doing the podcast as recently as we have or i'm doing the zoom meetings but we're trying to get back on it we are guys we've just been praying for direction on what to do and where to go next because the last thing we want to do is point you all in the wrong direction the yeah you guys are right and i'm sorry it's kind of been my fault too i've been going through some things and just certain situations but we're back and we're better than ever and <laughs> we're gonna keep it constant you know because we really want to deliver a message and just be hope And we're also going to start doing something a little bit different. So today, Yami is actually going to be the main narrator and storyteller and bringing her topic and what she decided and what God spoke to her. And she's going to be giving basically like her testimony, but while we're also having fellowship about it. Yeah, so um, this topic or today is going to be about um, you not waiting for marriage does not lessen your value as a person. So... um, as testimony coming from me, I did have premarital sex. Um, it was, I was young and it was a reckless decision, but it did happen. And I wanted to bring this topic up mainly because, you know, I grew up in church. So I was always taught, don't have sex, don't have sex, don't have sex. Like I knew that was wrong and I knew I shouldn't have done it, but they never talked about, well, if you have sex, this is how you're going to feel. Or if you have sex, like this is how you come back from that. Um, So I always felt like after I did that, I felt like I just my value as even a girl or as a Christian girl just went totally like down the drain. You know what I mean? Yeah, I um, can definitely testify to that as well. I myself did not wait until marriage. And yeah, um, I mean, I always knew, you know, don't have sex before marriage, don't have sex before marriage. But I never really... I never really took it into consideration that, oh, yeah, you shouldn't have sex. But, I mean, you know, it's it's part of us now. And so that's why I really like that you're bringing that topic up. Because, I mean, if you know someone or if you are someone that is going through that right now or has been through that and you don't let, you're not letting God um, for, or I'm, I'm not sure how to word it as far as like, you know, how God forgives us, but we're not letting him fully forgive us i don't know if that makes sense yeah we're not forgiving ourselves basically yeah so that's one big problem i had um after i did that um my parents they were big on um you know like yes they taught me that that i shouldn't have done that but still like they had my back and they told me like that's it's a sin like it's forgiven but um i think i went to a mental state where i was like 
this sin is too big for me to be forgiven or this sin is too big for me to be able to do anything anymore um, for God or like, what if I meet my future husband and he's a virgin and he's not okay with this, you know? So I was scared because I was like, okay, I'm a virgin. So now I can't date a virgin anymore because, you know, he's not going to want me. Um, And that's like, it was, I'm not going to lie. Like that was, I was deep in that hole and in that mental state that um, for a while I was just like, no, I can't help in church. Like, no, I can't do this. Like, and it was, it was bad. I don't know if you, you, y'all are understanding, you know, where I'm coming from. No, I I understand. (laughs) (laughs) So um, for... A few years I was in that mental state. It wasn't just a few months. It was a few years. And um, I feel like also a big thing that had to do with that was I did not date someone equally yoked to me. And I think that's a big, big, how do we? (laughs) Yes, it's a big factor in this. Um, Dating someone that's equally yoked to you. And I feel like my past and this has helped me find someone who is going to appreciate me for me. Do you know what I mean? And then I also wanted to add that when Yami Me says equally yoked, I like she means it also as far as um, spiritual values and same beliefs. And because that's something that I didn't understand at first, but now as you like you mature spiritually, like you equally yoked means like not just oh the same goals, but same, you know, beliefs and spiritual yeah, goals. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like, oh, sorry for interrupting, but I do feel like um, a lot of people think equally yoked means, oh, he's Christian or, oh, he goes to church. Like, no, sis. (laughs) Like, (laughs) more than that. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's more than that. It it really is because meeting someone equally yoked to you means, like, you've met someone and y'all are both on the same page and y'all are both. And it sounds so hard, y'all. And as a kid, and not as a kid, even as a teenager, I was like, I'm never going to find someone like that. Like, y'all are crazy. Have y'all met the guys from nowadays? You know what I mean? I feel, yeah, I feel like you guys make sense when it comes to this and, um, like, certain situations about, like, like Yami said, like, have you ever met a guy? Like, you know, it's it's crazy because, you know, sometimes, like, I saw um, something on Instagram that was, like, who raised these boys? Like, <laughs> like even if they're in church like they still have certain mindsets which yeah aren't according to god so when we mean equally yoked we mean to go ahead and you know search for somebody that is filled with the spirit of god and you know that that wants to go ahead and respect you wants to go ahead and wait you know and just just be there with you in that same mentality as jesus christ would want it and yeah i mean i when it comes to what yami said about um, being in that mental state, you know, like I said, you know, like every every sin has its consequence, but Jesus Christ is greater than any sin. And if you really repent to him, you know, he will forgive you and you will get out of that hole, you know, that which you're in because, you know, God is merciful. So I, I find that really beautiful. Yeah. And um, I knew that I was going to do this topic, so I've been studying and I've been going through my old notes and I've been going through my old prayer journals. And um, I feel one thing um, that stood out, I was at church this past Sunday and our pastor said, we exist for God. God doesn't exist for us. And that hit, that hit, like that hit deep because it's true. Like usually, and even I was talking to someone else, like 
we look at the world and we think this is my world like we don't ever stop and think like how's this person doing like sometimes it's weird to me thinking like like oh like nancy has a whole life like nancy has a family nancy has siblings and you don't stop and think about that like it's not just me and my siblings like it's weird thinking (laughs) that my brother has other friends or that my brother you know what i mean because you're just so I'm sorry, I'm using friends. my brother as a, <laughs> I'm using my brother as an example because he's right here. But I'm saying like it's crazy to think that other people have a different life, just like ours, and just as deep and has all the details like us. Andrea, you want to say something? Wait, can I just add something funny? You know those TikTok videos. I mean, I don't have TikTok, but I see it on Instagram where it says me walking out being the main character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or what? What does it say? Like me walking out thinking I'm the main character. Like they use a scenario like um, someone's walking down the street and in their head they're like, "Ooh, he's staring at me." Yeah, yeah. that's so funny. I I thought about that. <laughs> you staring back and forth to see if like your stalker falls in love with you. <laughs> Like, looking to, like, the left and the right, seeing who notices you. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like sometimes we fall into that mentality. And, honestly, um, this Sunday, our pastor did talk about, you know, how, like Yami said, we exist for God. God doesn't exist for us. And, you know, in the in the sermon, he said, um, he was like, your school is not important. You know, your job is not important. And, guys, you guys are a witness I texted you guys like an hour before church and I was like, I'm not going to go to church because I have all these assignments due. Did I or did I not? Yeah, you did. And I didn't go to church, but I saw it while I was doing my exam, you know, and I felt really guilty and I felt the spirit before the sermon started. I felt like it was telling me, you know, Andrea, go to church, go to church, go. Like, it doesn't matter if you go ratchet. (laughs) Like, go, go. And I mean, I didn't go and and I felt that guilt. So sometimes we fall into this into this mindset where we we just think that wow you know our surroundings are more important than our relationship with jesus christ but that's not true because you know where are we going to end up when we leave we're going to yeah. be we're going to be dead yeah. and, you know we're going to go ahead and present ourselves to the lord and we're going to be like what was our testimony how did we serve jesus christ you know did we tell our neighbor who was lost about the truth of the gospel yeah. so you know sometimes we just gotta kind of just calm down and just observe things and know that yeah we're there to serve god yeah um but i know this seems a little like we're all over the place but i'm getting i'm trying to get you know (laughs) ease y'all in um and if you're listening and you've ever felt the way me or nancy have felt like for me like i just felt like i was my value as a person just went super low and i felt like i would never be able to find someone who would love me even though I committed that sin and I felt like I could never be used by God anymore or I felt like I just wasn't beautiful anymore. I felt like I was used and um, not that I'm blaming it on the guy because I'm not. I'm just saying like as a Christian, I knew that wasn't right and I still did it. And I feel like also I feel like if you're feeling this, then in a way you should feel hopeful because you know that that's the Holy Spirit making you feel like that. And if you've done it and you haven't felt any type of way then you should probably check if you're saved you know what i mean and that's different from like i mean i was in sin for like a while you know i was young i was dumb and for like in the beginning i was like feeling horrible 
but and i felt the holy spirit telling me nancy you shouldn't be doing this nancy you shouldn't be doing this again and again and again and after a while it just stopped you know yeah. and that happens you know like if you're at that point where it has stopped then also check yourself you <laughs> yeah know? yeah um but i'm going to start off with these five points and i don't have all the verses i mean i have the verses and you can go and look at them while we're talking the first one is i am loved by god unconditionally and for eternity john three sixteen. um and i feel like this is the first one and this isn't all coming just from my head i've also been doing um, other studies and this is coming from old journals from years ago and um, prayer journals and even I have this thing called Dear Future Husband it's a Dear Future Husband journal and in that I also have some of these notes um, and I think it's beautiful I don't know why I started that journal but I did it because I knew one day my future husband would read it and he'd know where I was at the moment um, and did y'all have anything to say I feel like y'all did no okay so that's my first point my second point is I am special and chosen with a purpose as royal privilege, John 15, 16. And when I read this, I felt so relieved because sometimes you think and you're just like, oh, the Bible's talking about this and they're talking about this. And sometimes I feel like the Bible isn't talking to me, like the Bible was meant for everyone. But I feel like when you're reading the Bible, it comes to a point where you're just like, wow, like you're talking to me like this is your way of speaking with me. And when I read that, it said, I am special. I am special and chosen. And it made me feel so good because I was like, even though I've been sinning and even though I did do this sin, you're still special and you're still chosen. You know, like just because you did this sin does not mean that you're not going to one day be able to reach other people or. And one main thing when I was talking to someone, um, and I don't want to get emotional. I don't want to cry or, or anything. <laughs> but one thing, one thing that this person told me was, wear your trash. And that, that sounds bad, but they meant it as like, I, I view this, I view that as trash. Like, I used to view myself as trash. I used to view that as in like, I was just trash. Like, you can, like, I'm worthless. And he said, instead of doing that, like, use that use that for your power and use that to talk to other people about god you know what i mean oh, <laughs> when you said that i imagine like you know like toy story forky i'm trash <laughs> and he's all happy about he's it, all happy about it. Like, like yeah i mean oh wow i i think a lot about what yami was saying and right now i'm kind of like getting like teary-eyed like it's like i mean personally like i I haven't gone through situations that Nancy and Yami might have gone through, but I, I, I've sinned either way. And when you look at things, you know, sin is still sin. And something that I was telling my dad, like, over the weekend was that, you know, like, Jesus Christ literally, like, came to die for us. And um, something that, that I, I was also telling my dad is that, um, you know, that story when you're like, oh, like, why did Jesus say, um, Father, why have you abandoned me? Like, Whenever Jesus Christ was in the in the cross, like he literally, like the Father Himself, like abandoned His Son, and at that moment, God was carrying my sins. Jesus, yeah. Jesus, you know. So it's like it's beautiful to know that, and wow, it just it just gets me emotional, and <laughs> I feel the love, you know, of Jesus Christ and how He He forgives anything, and His grace transcends whatever thing that you're going through, whatever pain, 
whatever situation. So that's that's beautiful. <laughs> God is with us. I'm sorry, guys. I'm <laughs> sorry for the tears. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, but that goes into my third point. It's I am God's masterpiece, created, intentional, precious, and valuable in His sight. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, I want to go into context on why I put this one in here. I put this one in here because it says, I am a masterpiece created intentional. Like, God didn't just make you like, oh, here's Yami, or like, here's Andrea, or here's Nancy. He made you because there's a purpose. You have a purpose here in this world. You're precious, and you're valuable in sight. And I, f- I also wanted to add this because after I did have sex, I didn't feel precious, I didn't feel intentional, and I didn't feel valuable in sight to anyone and i am Mm -hmm. like no i'm not saying like go and do this because no you shouldn't this i'm doing the exact opposite you should not do this because you go into a depression into a depression yes yeah where you're just like and i feel like yes it's a sin just like any other sin but this sin is I don't know how to explain it because, yes, every sin is sin, but do you get what I'm trying to say? It's something, it's hard to explain because obviously we know each sin is, I mean, at the end of the day, Jesus died for that sin. So we know it's equal. But as far as consequence wise, it's like if I steal a pencil, obviously my consequence is going to be less as if I were to have sex right premarital sex right because like when i steal a pencil like i still have that guilt but whenever i have premarital sex like it's something that you carry along with you that can like andrea was saying it could bring it can bring um consequences to your marriage to your like and for me what it was is um my like trust for my like my parents couldn't trust me anymore yeah 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 no i I don't know if that's what you were trying yeah that's what i was getting to and about that yeah when i did that my parents lost complete trust in me like they were just like well if you're gonna do this then what else are you gonna do you know and i feel like also when you do this sin at the moment you're not thinking about it but afterwards you're just like whoa like why why did i do this why did i allow myself to do this Mm -hmm. and i feel like it's also it's a sin and it's different because also from this sin you can get pregnant yeah (laughs) you can literally have a human or not even that like you can get a disease an std or an st you can literally get so many things from doing this one thing do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's another reason why you shouldn't <laughs> have sex. But if you have, you're not the only one that feels like that. You're not the only one that feels sad mm-hmm. and without value. But you do. You have so much value. And you are, you're precious. Yeah. And that brings me to my next point. I am a child of God and have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. Galatians 3.16 and Ephesians 1.3. I wanted to add this, you know, just to put that in there. And I am, hopefully if we put this on YouTube, I'm going to put all my notes in there so y'all can be reading it while I am speaking about it. And my fifth point on that was, all things have become new. I am transformed and forgiven. 
2 Corinthians 5.17. I love that verse. I always used to read it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, this verse hit deep because when this happened, when I did this, um, there's two people in my life. They're um, Tico and Goga, Josue and Suhei. <laughs> um, they have always been there for me. They're like second parents, like an uncle and aunt. Like they've always been there for me. And um, I always wanted this picture perfect marriage. And I always, since I was little, I was like, oh my goodness, I want to date my first boy. I mean, I want to marry my first boyfriend and I want to marry, you know, I just wanted that picture perfect marriage. And when I did this, I was like, I can't have that anymore. Like, I'm not going to have this perfect marriage anymore because look at what I did. And that's not true. Like, that's, you're going to have a perfect marriage. Not perfect. Let me, let me rephrase that. (laughs) You're going to have the the marriage that you deserve Mm -hmm. just because you did this does not mean that you're not going to have that marriage you deserve you're going to find someone who maybe also had sex just like you or even if they haven't they're going to they're going to uh, (laughs) accept you they're going to for who you are yeah yeah accept you yeah that's and not judge you by it that's something that i found really important yeah No, yeah, I agree, because um, I was scared that when I found someone that I really liked and then I told them I'm not a virgin, they were going to run away. (laughs) I felt like that. And that that it's not the case, Mm -hmm. you know. So those were five main points that I want to point out. And I have some other points. And um, this one is you're not defined by the opinions of others. You are not. Thank you. Thank you for adding that. (laughs) Go ahead. You are not defined by the opinions of others. Yeah. And I feel like even if you do something good, someone's going to say something about you. Yeah. I'm not saying go do best. (laughs) I'm just saying like. Just do it. (laughs) No, no, no. no. I'm saying like. Miss who? Miss girl? Miss solar. Miss solar. She said Miss solar. I wanted to add this because I've always been someone even talking about this subject right now, like I feel so at ease. Mm-hmm. And before yeah. I was so ashamed of talking about yeah. this. And I've always been like, I'm not gonna talk about this. Like they're gonna look at me different. They're gonna be like, oh, she's not a virgin. And like, uh, yeah. but you I feel like I, I don't. Yeah. Like I am liberated. Awesome. Yeah. Y'all, like I am transformed. Like if you met me when I did that, when you meet me now, God. <laughs> God is good. God has <laughs> changed me. God, I can really say God has changed me. And even though I did that, God has used that in my life mm-hmm. to talk to other people or even to have a testimony. testimony. Like, that is part of me now. You yeah. Know? Um, I, I'm sorry. I wanted to add a little bit. Um, because... I mean, even if you haven't gone through this, like whoever's listening to it and hasn't gone through it, um, think about somebody that has, right? And that is trying to get back into God's path. Are you using that to put them down? Or are you using that to like, hey, like, like let's let's get it going. Like, you're, I see that you're distant from God. Like, let, let me pray for you let me be there for you and let me help you you know yeah. like let me lift you up in prayer mm-hmm. and that's something definitely that i mean i wish i had you know like yeah. i 
I did I was put down a lot and I was viewed differently and I know that there was like some people that when I would express because I was always the type of person that was open about it um, because I just wanted to be open about it because I was like okay well they're gonna know it eventually might as well it come from me right yeah no, but I would know that they would say things about it or I would know like what they would say behind me or how they will use it against me and saying oh that's why she cheated or and a lot of things like a lot of things that they would use and like no like if you're that type of person don't do it like just don't because at the end of the day you're also going to you're gonna basically give God basically your accounts yeah what you've done so I feel like it's like whatever you're over here judging about other people okay look at yourself first because God is gonna judge you for judging that person instead of being that helping arm and I remember like certain situations like you know people really like to talk and it's it's really offensive so just I mean as much as we you know let sin control our life you know, let, let that, that let the sin of you know talking about others kind of diminish. You know, <laughs> yeah. and I know, I know personally, I have, I'm really quick to go ahead and judge people. I'm really quick to just see a person and I'm like, oh no, let me just let me just be careful. You know, but no, it shouldn't be like that. We should have a spirit of like a spirit of acceptance, a spirit of open you know mentality. Go ahead and accept others because who are you to go ahead and judge them? Who are you to go ahead and talk if Jesus Christ died? for all sinners that mm-hmm. Jesus Christ died for you and me yeah so I feel like that's really important to go ahead and talk about too you are not defined by the words of others you are not less valuable based off what somebody at church said based off what somebody you know at school at work said no you are defined by what Jesus Christ says that you are which you are his if you accept them with your heart and if you sin it's so amazing how God's that's grace literally forgives and transcends beyond anything that we know that we can ever imagine so that's beautiful to know but yeah yeah it's just jesus is just amazing god himself you know we feel that love yeah um and also one thing i wanted to add about the opinions of others even your parents opinions i'm not (laughs) i want to say that because a lot of us take what our parents say to heart and i feel like parents also make mistakes parents are going to say stuff about you yeah regardless of how perfect you are they're going to say stuff about you you are not defined by what your parents say about you i'm going i'm just if you're a parent if you're a parent i'm sorry but you know a lot of parents do yeah you know they bring that stuff up that's actually really true because something and i'm not trying to put anybody on blast but that's something that um that happened to me like you know they exposed me basically but i've taken that to say you know what thank you thank you for doing that because i don't think i would have been that opened like now if it wasn't for that you know um but in the moment of course it's all these like, like they, they, our parents are not perfect. perfect. No, they're, they're not, not perfect. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even though I'm always like, oh, I'm gonna do better than her, or I'm gonna do better than him. No, no you're not. Like, <laughs> you're gonna make like maybe not the similar mistakes, but you're gonna make mistakes of your own. Like, our parents are not perfect. But if you can avoid <laughs> exposing your 
like, like if you're a parent, like Yami said, and if you can avoid, you know, exposing your kids, maybe, or you know, taking. I'm, I'm not. I don't know how to. Like I'm not a parent, so I don't know. No, I don't know what, how to advise that. But this is a really. I guess kind of like tricky topic. Yeah. yeah. Cuz you know the Bible says honor your father and your mother. Right. And your days, you know, shall extend here on earth. And it's something that we need to take to heart because our parents are basically a reflection of how God is. You know, if what makes us think that what makes us think you know, as Christians if we can't obey our parents, what makes us think that we can't obey God? Yeah. But I mean like in a tricky situation when it comes to all situations don't be defined by the negative moments that people might say hurtful things yeah yeah that's exactly how i was trying to phrase it i'm not saying not to honor your parents because no yes that's very that's very important important yeah you were gonna say something oh no i was just gonna i forgot what i was oh no no i mean but that's part of the consequence that comes like if if you're listening now and you're like struggling with that like take our perspective into knowing that that's one of the consequences that you're going to deal with as well like i mean i can't blame them either you know like i deserved it you know um but yeah it's it's a tricky topic i'm saying don't take it to heart i'm saying as in like if they keep bringing it up that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. Cause in the moment they're gonna be mad. They're gonna be like, "Why'd you do this?" Like, they, I told you not to. They, they're gonna be mad. Trust me. But I'm saying, don't take it to heart when it's something that's being repeated and repeated and repeated years or months after that. You know, like they're putting that in your face. Which brings me to my next thing. You're not defined by your past mistakes. Even if it's not sex, let's say it's addiction or let's say it's the type of music you listen to or porn like you are not defined by that you're not defined by your past mistakes like yes those past mistakes are going to help you build a testimony and I feel like if I didn't have and if I hadn't had done that or if I hadn't done other things I wouldn't have a testimony like you know what I mean you know yeah I know what you mean yeah like that's part of my testimony now um, and my next thing is you're not defined by your successes or failures. I feel like to a certain extent, a lot of us use our successes and our failures and we're just like, I'm going to shove this in people's face and I'm going to show them how I'm better than them. And it shouldn't be like that because you shouldn't define yourself by just that. In Christ, you are enough, you're valuable and loved, and you're fearfully and wonderfully made. This is all in Christ, y'all. You are wonderfully and fearfully made you're valuable and loved and you are enough one mistake or one sin is not going to define you for the rest of your life one sin should not define you for the rest of your life and i wanted to add that and um um (laughs) after this this is kind of like going with what i'm saying um a lot of the things i was going through was like okay after this like i'm not gonna be able to find somebody who is going to love me for that do you know what i mean yeah yeah so, I get what you mean. um the next part goes with this and it's also going to go with like waiting till marriage to have sex and why that's so beautiful mm-hmm. and why you should wait and um one of the things that i struggled with this was um i didn't know when i'd meet him 
you know, I didn't know when I'd meet my future husband. Yeah. And that's something that worried me because I was like, am I going to have a, you know, am I going to have a future husband? Like, is that something I'm going to be able to get now? Mm-hmm. And um, so this is my testimony with that. And um, knowing I didn't need someone and accepting that I'm okay by myself is one of the main things that helped me. Because yeah. I, you know? <laughs> I know what you mean, because <laughs> just yesterday I told Hasi, Hasi, I'm going to drop you off home and then I'm going to have my me time <laughs> at my house. <laughs> but it's like you grow you grow comfortable because you also start developing the, developing that relationship with God. Yeah. And you start being with God. You know, you, you get comfortable by yourself. And I know yeah. like when I was younger, I used to struggle being by myself because I felt like, oh, I need to be with someone or, yeah. you know. Yeah, Yeah, and that's one of the things (laughs) I struggled with, knowing I didn't need someone and accepting that I'm okay by myself. And after noticing that, I feel like when I started telling myself, okay, you don't need anyone, I feel like those were one of the key points into how I was able to meet the person that I think I'm going to marry in the future. And that's, that's beautiful because I feel like I had to take that step and I had to be like, no, you're okay by yourself. You're okay with god like you don't need anyone right now like yes you're going to meet that person and after i told myself that i was like okay and it's ironic because they were there (laughs) do you know what i mean then you did (laughs) (laughs) and um i didn't need a partner to fulfill that part of my life and that's something that also god was telling me like you don't need anyone girl like Mm -hmm. for now be comfortable by yourself and be comfortable with me and be comfortable with growing with me you Mm -hmm. know and um i was okay with that it's like um it's so ironic because it's like i found that person when i stopped looking for them can i add something something so beautiful that you said that i'm just remembering right now i remember um we were talking all three of us and yami was saying look god even if you're not ready and even if you don't want it to happen god what god wants you to do is to at least have that door open oh (laughs) and and just have it open so that when it's whenever you are ready like you've already prayed for it and you know like hey god i let you take control of this and that's something that was so beautiful to me that yami said that because it's true like even if you're not ready or, or you're you know like you having that door open and letting god control that that door so that if somebody does come you know like you know it's just so beautiful (laughs) how you put it it was really beautiful and um i feel like what i just said just hit like it came from my mouth but it hit me right (laughs) in the face again because i said it's like i found that person when i stopped looking for them and it's true because i found them when i you least suspected it yeah i found them when i stopped looking for them i found them when i was like okay yeah i don't need anyone and boom there they were you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) and um i feel like one of the prayers that you should pray about for that is asking for a prayer on who they are in christ and not for their looks pray for finding someone equally yoked to you and pray for someone who is going to help you grow more in christ and not for their looks or their body or find something that you lust over because that's that's not okay (laughs) i remember um i have like a i guess that 
that issue where I remember when we were fighting, we were like, oh, um, Andrea, you need to let that door open just a little bit. You know, you were like, just a little bit, just in case, just a little crack, just, a little crack, just in case somebody comes. And for me, it's, it's difficult to trust. It's difficult to trust people. It's difficult for me to let somebody in just to crack open. And it shouldn't be like that. Um, but I remember um, I visited my sister over the weekend and I, my, my little niece was like, ¿Y el novio? ¿Que ya tienes novio? And I'm like, oh, Lord, here comes Christmas again. It's going to be like, ¿Y el novio? I'm going to be like, ¿El novio? No. La graduación. I'm trying to graduate. <laughs> La graduada. But I mean, yeah, it's just like, it's beautiful because like Yami said, everything is at its own time. And just when she least expected it, it just came oh. and it's it's something beautiful because honestly i mean i'm yeah I'm, I'm glad to experience and i'm glad to see the happiness that yami is going through and it's beautiful and i'm like oh my goodness like i open my door like when is it <laughs> when is it gonna come for me but you know the lord jesus christ like had somebody special for everybody and never be afraid to be alone by yourself and just embrace yourself and just go right, ahead and right live (laughs) live a little you know (laughs) so it's beautiful i love it i love how you said everything is at its timing and me coming from me my parents would always say toda su tiempo yami toda su tiempo and i'd be like that tiempo is taking too long like toda su tiempo means everything at its time and i'd tell myself like well your girl ain't got time so better hurry up (laughs) and i feel like no like (laughs) you shouldn't think that way you shouldn't think the way i was thinking because god's timing it's perfect, y'all. Like, God's timing is just chef's kiss. God's timing is beautiful, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, now that we're on this topic, I want to bring up these five next um, keynotes. Keynotes. <laughs> keynotes. Uh, the first Buena one. <laughs> the first one is live the greatest commandment as a lifestyle. Um, the second one is oh and this is I'm sorry I didn't even explain but this is um, this is going mainly towards women girls um, you know girls females um, one live the greatest commandments as a lifestyle you are precious and you girl you're you're a 10 out of 10 and you have to live the greatest commandments as a lifestyle you know what I mean can I say this too like it is for the guys too cause wait you could say that too no it's because these five points are mainly... Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. I mean, no, they're, no, they're for guys, too. Also. No, you're right. They're for guys, too. But it's because in my notes, I have she, she, she. Yeah, so, yeah, no, because it's, it's girls saying <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but the next one is she or he <laughs> will eat, sleep, drink, live, think, and be Jesus. When you're... I'm bringing these notes up because when you're thinking about after you have sex, I'm telling you it's okay you're okay you're gonna get through it and i'm telling you the beautiful things that are going to come after after everything after you accept that it's a sin and after you let yourself forgive yourself Mm -hmm. and um you're going to look for someone that will eat sleep drink live think and be jesus and the third point is you'll know your self-worth when you meet that person you're going to know your self-worth before you meet that person already Mm Or even if you don't, that person is going to tend like more, more. That person is more than likely going to help you with that. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? I definitely agree with that because for a while, 
um Hasi had to help me with that yeah you know like i would always say oh i don't deserve you right but right like, you know what i do like period <laughs> you know but he he i mean god definitely did use him to ease my worries about that yeah and yeah it's beautiful yeah and um it's funny because just this morning i was texting um i was texting someone and i told them i said like or it wasn't this morning but it was a while ago i was going over my notes and i was like i noticed that like you helped me or this person has helped me with my self-value they've helped Mm because in the beginning i was really bad about that i Mm -hmm. was degrading myself and i was like no this isn't okay like i shouldn't have done this and they're like it's okay like stop like chill like your value is up here like stop treating it like it's down here you know what i mean and um, my fifth point is looking for validation and acceptance is not okay um and i don't want to be like oh you're looking for validation and acceptance because it's normal we Mm -hmm. all try that we all go through that phase but i'm saying looking for that yeah yeah, that's it's just part of us Mm -hmm. and looking for that isn't okay you know what i mean and i think two things that i think everyone should do is read proverbs 31 and you're going to be this person this is the person you're going to try and be to the girls this is the type of wife you're going to try and be proverbs 31 and men ephesians 5 this is the type of husband you should try to look at to be Mm -hmm. do you get what i'm trying to say yes y'all know proverbs 31 and ephesians 5 find just somebody (laughs) find just someone who who values yeah (laughs) And um, these, First Corinthians six through seven. I mean, First Corinthians six seventeen through twenty, is also going to help you a lot within like sex and like lust. waiting and lust. And First Corinthians seven one through nine is going to help you if you've already like gone through that and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. Um, one key note that I put in here was a cord of three strands is not easily broken broken ecclesiastes 412 412 i don't know how to say that ecclesiastes yeah i don't know how to say that either. 412 <laughs> sorry y'all i've gone to church in spanish my whole life but um a cord of three strands is not easily broken as in when you meet this person you're going to your value there they should be able to help you with the way you look at yourself just how nancy was saying like they're going to help with that and one of the points i put in there was a cord of three strands is not easily broken when you meet this person it's not going to be hard no let me rephrase that it's going to be hard but it's not going to be as hard as hard or as easy to be broken the way that yeah relationships where you aren't equally yoked are i definitely can agree to that you know and i mean? understand what you're trying to say because it's true like i know that me and hasi like you know we struggle like don't worry like don't you know that's normal you know you're gonna struggle but it's so easy like i feel like it's been so easy for us to say no like we we don't need this you know like we can wait you know and and that is so true because i don't know it's like you're gonna get more challenges but you're gonna like when it's two people against it yeah it's so much better than just one no yeah i agree because i feel like i put this in because 
um, when you're with someone who doesn't have the same values or beliefs as you, they're going to be like, oh, sex is sex. Like, why aren't you doing this? Yeah. You know, like, if you love me, you should do this. And no, when you meet someone and you're both equally yoked, it's going to be like, we both know we shouldn't do this. And we both strive to not do this until we're married. Because yeah. sex is such a beautiful thing. Yeah, it was when it's done. And mm-hmm. yeah, yes, when it's done in the parameters of God. Thank you, Andrea. Um, and I feel like this is something that when you meet your future husband, you are both going to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this, that you should lust over that or that you should only wait on that mm-hmm. and that you should only be excited for marriage, for sex. Because no, no, I'm excited to go traveling. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that when you meet this person, it's going to be harder for y'all both to give up because y'all know at the end, exactly. like y'all both saw the end picture. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And when you know it's going to be so clear, y'all, like it's going to be clear as day. And sometimes it's f- crazy for me to fathom and wrap my head around how clear it is because mm-hmm. it's never been like this ever. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's how I slowly started gaining my mom's trust as well because she saw how Hasi was yeah and she saw how i started becoming and how he started like how my relationship with god like i you know i was like god i really really need your help Mm -hmm. you know and how he used Hasi to help me as well like you start gaining that trust back and that's something i don't want to lose again yeah you know Mm -hmm. and so that's also something that i'm like okay you 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 need to wait and and also because sometimes i used to be i used to be scared like oh like if i um maybe hasi's just gonna want to marry me because of that you know like yeah. he just can't wait to get it over with <laughs> i don't know but i don't know it's just so beautiful like god god helps you with everything yeah <laughs> i just i don't i'm i'm in awe <laughs> yeah i yeah you you explained it um and another point i have is you are highly favored a daughter of one of of the one true god let your life be a witness to those around you and don't think for a second that you are unqualified period you're a queen <laughs> um i'm saying this because let your life be a witness to those around you um i think and maybe brother you're right here can you say no let me how do i explain this like would you be able to say that you can tell that someone life, someone's life has been, ha, can you tell how much, or like, how do I explain this? Like, can you tell that uh, I'm But If you're God? trying to say if I could tell if someone is following God or like. No, I'm saying like, or, can you let your life be a witness to those around you? Do you think. She's changed basically. Yeah. Since I, from like before to now. I mean, you can notice the outside things about a person, whether they're, you know, reading the Bible or if they're praying more. Yes, I could tell that, but I can't say that I know your relationship with God is perfect. Oh, no, or, yeah, of course. No, but I do realize the change that you've made and seeing that you are becoming a woman of Christ, you know? Aww. so Tear, tear. <laughs> um, Lucio, if you're listening, I want you to be a better brother. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I love I, my brother. I'm just trying to show that. Crickets, crickets. Isaac, <laughs> Isaac, Andrea's right here, boy. <laughs> what I'm trying to show, <laughs> tough love, tough love. <laughs> what I'm trying to show is that that mistake used. I feel like that mistake used to. It used to define haunt. me, or haunt me, yeah. yeah. And now it doesn't. I have let that mistake be a witness to those around me, and I've let that 
that let I've let that mistake help me grow in God. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the last key points that I have, I have three more points. Okay, Jesus said, "Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink." And what I'm trying to say is, we have to give our worries and our concerns to God. Mm-hmm. We have to be believe he will take those things off of us. It's like a weight being taken off of us mm-hmm. when we put our worries and stuff mm-hmm. lift off, you know. But sometimes when you picture it and when you're praying and when you're expressing, literally, like literally, you feel that weight come off. Like, is that weird? Is that? No, no, no. You explained it perfectly. Um, and he is our medicine to anxiety and worry. Um, sometimes I feel like we go too deep into what we've been doing and we tend to forget that we've already been forgiven. We've been forgiven. And sometimes it's just us not being able, being able to forgive ourselves. And just remember that these mistakes or this mistake that you've done does not, does not picture you. It, it's not you. It's not who you are. It's going to help you in your testimony, but this isn't who you are as a person and I feel like this was these are the words that I wish I heard when I went through that and I'm saying this because not a lot of people are open about it not a lot of people talk about this or talk about how much it affected them and I'm saying this if you've done it or if you haven't I'm saying this if you have I know how you feel and it's okay you're going to get through it you just have to learn to forgive yourself you've been forgiven by Jesus so forgive yourself And if you haven't done it, then please take my testimony and trust me when I say you don't want to go through this. You don't Mm -mm. want to be... can be avoided. (laughs) Yeah, this cannot be avoided. Like, this feeling of how I felt, it can be avoided. Yeah, it can be avoided. And I wouldn't wish this on anyone. This Mm -hmm. is... It it was hard. And um, I hope this helped everyone, and I'm sorry it's a little long. (laughs) I didn't expect it to be this long. (laughs) Um, But everyone... Stay blessed, stay safe. God bless, and um, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in.